Hello, I am Kristen Damara, the Director for Head Start and Early Head Start for Community Services Agency here in Reno. If you love working with children and you love making a difference, call us at Community Services Agency. Our website is csareno.org, or you could come see us at our main location at 1100 East 8th Street in Reno, Nevada. Parents, teachers, retired teachers, we would love to talk to you. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm glad to be with you today on a very nice fall afternoon. Well, it's getting cold outside. Time to cover the tomato plants. Time to get ready for some icy and cold weather. But that doesn't mean that home buying and home selling stops anywhere across the country, especially here in northern Nevada. Things are so hot and active. We're going to be talking today about the stats as they look in the northern Nevada area, Reno, Sparks, and Fernley. And we also have a guest with us in the studio today, Sherry Hill from Sage International. She's going to talk to us about investment real estate and if it's still as hot as ever for 2021. That and more after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. SunTech solar screens are great in the fall and winter because they eliminate the sun's glare that can damage your window coverings, hardwood floors, and carpets. Call 775-352-9396 or visit SunTechSolarScreens.com. You'll see examples of many of our satisfied customers' homes. SunTech solar screens are functional and attractive. Call for a free estimate, 775-352-9396. Energy efficiency for your home. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning into the radio program today. You know, a lot of people that are coming to talk to us about real estate, well, they need to get a mortgage lined up first so that they can get pre-approved for a purchase. I recommend you talk to Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage. Brian is an outstanding mortgage lender. He has the knowledge, the skills, and the expertise to help find the right loan program for you so that you can take advantage of opportunities as they come your way. The Cushing team, that's where Guild Mortgage is doing great things. Call Brian Cushing, 775-453-0345, and his mortgage license number is 303045. All of his contact information, you can find it on our website, NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. With me in the studio, Sherry Hill, Stage International. Hi, Sherry. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Peter. Always fun to be here. It's been a while. It has been a while <laughs> since you've been here. I know it's mostly because you've been busy. It's not that you don't like me or like coming on the radio show. I know that. But things have been really busy in the world of 
real estate investing, new businesses incorporating, businesses that haven't been running maybe for the last couple of years, starting to gear up now that we're working our way little by little to get through the pandemic. How's the activity at Sage International? Things are busy right now for you? Absolutely, and always gets busier the closer to the end of the year. However, I haven't really had any slowdown, which is interesting. So a lot of real estate investing going on, not necessarily here in northern Nevada, but across the country. So investors coming out of California or investors pooling together from Nevada, investing in different communities, particularly in the Midwest. It's really amazing how the center part of the United States has gotten much more popular over the course of the last couple of years. Sherry, I'm finding and talking with a lot of real estate professionals that many people are leaving the high population areas of the East Coast and the West Coast, and they're looking for, uh, let's just say, more open opportunities. I have talked about a friend of mine who lived in Lodi, California, for the good part of 20 years, and then finally she had had it, she and her family, although the, her husband worked in the high-tech world of Silicon Valley, decided that Oklahoma was more suitable to raise in their family. And with the digital world as it is, many people are working remotely. I would imagine that investors probably doing the same. Interesting business opportunity showing up in the rurals. So specifically in Lovelock, let's say they have a big salmon hatchery coming. They've got a big distillery coming into Lovelock. How many years have I been saying, look at Lovelock? You've been saying it a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And so community development and certainly the economic development agencies are also recognizing if you're on the I-80 corridor, Mm -hmm. and that doesn't matter anywhere throughout the state, that there's some phenomenal opportunities, certainly to buy land and bring in some good economic development and jobs. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's pretty exciting. A lot going on in Lovelock right now. Well, there is. When people think about eastern Nevada, northern Nevada, they typically think about mining and mining and mining because there really hasn't been much diversity out there. But you're right. Now that we're hearing about things, who would have thought about salmon out of Lovelock, Nevada? That doesn't, it almost doesn't make sense, Sherry. But when you find ways to put technology to work and you take the circumstances of the current social environment across the country, people are wanting to find ways to quote-unquote, get away from it all in a way, right? The big crowds, the big traffic, and the big regulation that so many big cities have imposed upon their residents, Sherry. It's getting harder and harder for people to live in San Francisco, in Portland, Oregon, in Los Angeles, California. You go to the East Coast, same thing in New Jersey, New York City, Chicago. Many people want to get away from those troubled areas and enjoy life again. When it comes to real estate investing, it's not just primary residences, but as you say, Sherry, businesses, new startups. And I read a a ton of publications every week, and more and more I'm finding that people want to get to the heartland, the center of the United States. It's not just for 
financial benefits. I mean, many people talk it's about a, the it's benefits. It's emotional. It's social. Mm -hmm. I mean, my goodness, we drove through Kansas, what, last year? You could actually see the sky and breathe. <laughs> and we didn't see anybody for many, many miles. And it was stunning, the sunflowers. And and so it's it's one of those where, you know, great opportunity in the business world right now because a lot of major companies are rethinking the necessity to have all their employees under the same roof when they can work remotely from anywhere. And so that's pretty fantastic. But it's also good opportunity for smaller communities, especially in our state and other states, to invite young people to come and work and raise their family and contribute into their communities in positive ways. And so I think it's uh, you know the big shift of our country. Yeah, absolutely. My guest today is Sherry Hill, President and CEO of Sage International. We're talking about the real estate world, not only in northern Nevada, but across the country. And Sherry, this end of year is pretty busy for you, I know, because every time we have you on from October forward, you tell me that things are getting a little bit busier, a little bit hectic. And a lot of businesses, they slow down around the Thanksgiving through Christmas Day holidays. It's not like that at Sage International. Why is that? Well, because of year-end tax planning or people that have wanted to get a corp, an LLC, a series LLC in place, they finally get motivated because they want to check off that box for I accomplished that this year. Mm -hmm. Also, for many people, they want to get set up for next year. And so great time is December to be ready uh, starting in January. So we just, we have a lot of interactions, a lot of great phone calls, connect with a lot of clients that maybe we haven't talked to in a while. However, it's, it's always awesome because as usual, I'm finding out what people are doing and it's always fascinating. So when you're talking about starting businesses and the things that you're doing, more and more creativity, more innovation, more partnering up with people because you can, you know, sometimes get to wealth or business profitability if it's just not you. And so, yeah, pretty interesting. A lot of people want to do it all on their own. And when it comes to owning a business, when you put all of your own money and all of your own efforts and it's everything's related to just one person, there's a lot of pressure on an individual I know to succeed and to do everything to avoid pitfalls that may be in the future of your business. It's just really tough to do with one person. I found, Sherry, that when you have a partner or a group of investors, you're not only not taking in all the load on your own, you're also getting insight and input from other brilliant people that can help you succeed. So when you form a corporation, primarily it's because you have other people involved, right? Absolutely. So that's the business side, certainly on the investing side as well. When you're pooling money, so that you can buy bigger investments instead of trying to buy a single family home as a rental, a uh, group of three can come together and potentially you know, buy an apartment complex, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it, there's lots of great opportunity out there and I'm seeing it more and more uh, with my clients certainly and the people they're referring into me because I just see these pockets of investors that we're now putting a, you know, the right foundation in place so that they can go out and really concentrate on creating wealth. So they're looking too for pockets of opportunity. 
you know, and it, I, I know that anytime that the market is moving, stock market, let's say, is moving up, there are opportunities for investors. And when the market is moving down, there are opportunities for investors. It's just understanding the timing of certain cyclicals and how to best take advantage of it. Right now, what I'm reading, Sherry, is that the price of oil, crude oil, has gone up over $80 for the first time in seven years. I mean, things have really turned around. It seemed like a year ago people were thinking uh, gas stations are all going to shut down. Everything's going electric. There's not going to be really any opportunity for anybody that is dependent in the oil industry or needs the oil industry to propel their business. Uh, it, it's amazing how quickly things can turn. Have you heard much chatter in your conversations with your clients, your contacts, about the challenge of a high oil price? Not necessarily the high oil price, more related to the unknowns about what this administration is potentially going to do with estate taxes, gift taxes, certainly all our taxes, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that's more of on the forefront of the people that I deal with. However, you, you have to plan for what we know today, mm -hmm. have awareness for what potentially can happen, especially in the capital gains tax world and things like that. But remember, you're only paying capital gains taxes when you're selling. So if you can buy now and hold and potentially get to the next administration uh, that may reverse whatever is going to happen during this one, you know, is yet to be seen. So I tend to not have that hold uh, certainly me back or others back because we have to deal with what we know today. It was interesting about administrations. They typically only last four years or even maybe eight years, but they, they I'm looking back in history, they change constantly, you know, and, and four years seems like a long time. Eight years seems like an eternity, but the reality is it's going to change again pretty fast. And uh, with these changes comes new plans, new ideas, new concepts that we have to implement to be successful. But Sherry, what I've learned from talking with you over the course of the last few years is that when you incorporate a business, you are on your way to success if you follow a good strategy. Absolutely. And you always have to be thinking three to five years out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we learned a lot during the 2008 recession and those subsequent years. Yeah. And to say that I am way more prepared during what happened last year and this year is an understatement. <laughs> I learned my lessons, yeah. right? And so, again, when we talk about, you know, what should I be doing or what should I be thinking about is what's happening right now? How do we deal with the now as far as the type of business to incorporate or whether you're a real estate investor, the when and the where and the with whom? You know, none of that has changed. Investing in America is still a good business. Sherry Hill from Sage International has been my guest. Sherry, I want to thank you for being with us today. Thank you. Glad I could stop in. All right. You're always welcome to come in. And ladies and gentlemen, we will be back with more on Nevada Real Estate Radio, including a look at the latest statistics from Reno, Sparks, and Fermi, Nevada, after this message. SunTech solar screens are great in the fall and winter because they eliminate the sun's glare that can damage your window coverings, hardwood floors, and carpets. Call 775-352-9396 or visit SunTechSolarScreens.com. 
you'll see examples of many of our satisfied customers' homes. SunTech solar screens are functional and attractive. Call for a free estimate, 775-352-9396. Energy efficiency for your home. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Enjoy my conversation with you like I do every week. Talking about my favorite subject, real estate, real estate for investors. This time of year, we're also talking about taking care of your home as we approach the end of fall and looking into that cold winter. One of the things that I recommend people do is get SunTech solar screens. You know, they're not just for the summertime when they actually cut the heat from coming into your windows to cool down your home without extra energy. In the wintertime, they perform a great service as well. First of all, they cut the glare coming in from the low angles of the south sun coming into windows that really can cause a lot of damage to your floors, your furniture, your window coverings. And also, you get an element of privacy always year-round because you can see out from your home through the SunTech solar screens, but that noisy neighbor cannot look in because of the view-blocking technology from the outside. And then finally, your home is looking like one of the best homes in the neighborhood because it is one of the best-looking homes in your neighborhood when you install SunTech solar screens. Check them out. Look at some of the examples they have on their website. Visit suntechsolarscreens.com or give them a call, 775-352-9396 and all of their contact information it's up on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. I'm glad you're tuned into our show today. We had a good conversation with Sherry Hill just a few minutes ago talking about business activity going on across the country here in northern Nevada as well. It looks like people are still interested in investing money in America, in new companies, in investment real estate. But you know, in talking with a lot of young people across the country, I find that they're having challenges accomplishing their goals. One of the big goals that they want to accomplish, of course, is home ownership, just like anybody else. But what do you do when the median home prices have gone up so dramatically? Well, it was not long ago I ran across um, a good communication from a friend of mine. He was telling me how millennials are teaming up to fulfill their dream of home ownership. In home ownership, 
Let's face it, it's like owning a business. Once you sign on the dotted line for a mortgage, you're really running your own personal company in many ways. You have to take care of the upkeep on the property, take care of the taxes on the property, make sure everything is current and up to date and in good working order on the property because it's a business investment. If you do it wrong, could cost you thousands and thousands of dollars. People could lose their homes like they did during the mortgage meltdown that happened between 2005 and 2012. It was incredible. So many people suffered from trying to do something good for themselves and their family. So it's not something to be taken lightly. So what are millennials doing across the country? They are finding that many of them, because they're burdened by debt, facing soaring home prices, um, they're really better off to either become a renter or pool their finances with partners, friends, or roommates. So it was a story about a young lady in the East Coast who was having trouble uh, getting a, a place to live, a 27-year-old project engineer is who she was, and she was uh, having to share a building with others, and they were all paying rent, and they had no home equity, and they were really just uh, dreaming about what a good, good life they could have if they could just find a way to get out of this apartment complex and then maybe find their own home. Well, a few of them got to talking, and before you knew it, two or three of them were together looking for a home to buy as a group. And, you know, at first she says that they were really just kind of freaked out about the whole thing because everything looked like it was too expensive. But when they looked at the cost and all the challenges of buying a home and divided them by three, it wasn't such a big deal after all. The three individuals, in this case there were three women, they all had stable jobs, they had good credit scores, and they had known each other for quite a while, so they had that personal trust in each other. So, believe it or not, after just a few months of working together toward the goal of home ownership, consolidating their uh, finances, and reducing their debt whenever possible, they were able to pool their financing pulled their, their uh, resources, and these friends soon became more than roommates. They became partners in buying a home. It's a really great way to do it when you think about it because many large families, many farm families across the country have really done this for years. You know, when the oldest child, in my case, we were so many of us in our family, uh, it was pretty easy to do this, but the oldest child helped the second child uh, get started in their goal to purchase real estate, or maybe it was two or three individuals, maybe it was the two oldest siblings, helped the third child, and then the third child helped the fourth child, and the fourth child, and so on and so on, right? Uh, when you have a large family and you have siblings that are looking in the right direction and in the same direction of investments and of home ownership, it's really kind of an easy thing to do. It can happen as well with friends. As a former mortgage lender, I can tell you this, I have done a number of mortgages in the past for acquaintances, good friends who decided they wanted to work together to become homeowners. In some cases, investment property owners. You know, it really just takes a few simple things to be able to pull the trigger on a real estate deal. It's actually called the three C's, cash, credit, and capacity. And when I talk about capacity, what we're really talking about is income. However, some people without jobs have great capacity. People that have 
monstrosities of investments that pay huge dividends every month. There are some people who have retirement funds from one, two, or maybe three sources. There are people that have investments that continue to pay them every month, a substantial amount that can be looked at as capacity. Some people that I've talked to who are divorced and they are getting child support or alimony, they don't even think about the fact that that is capacity. That's income. And if all of the paperwork is in order, and there are many documents uh, that can verify this, you can use these documents to take to your mortgage lender, and they can look to, to see that you have more capacity, not just your savings, not just your investments, but income that you get from other things like alimony or child support, pensions, Social Security, Veterans Administration benefits. If you have a source of income, but you're not working, it doesn't mean you don't have capacity. Some people may have more capacity than they think because capacity is not just about income. So that's the three C's, cash, credit, and capacity. When these things come to play for three people, many times there can be a lot more horsepower than they would have had otherwise as an individual. Now, granted, when you purchase a home this way, you don't own the home on your own. You only own half of it if you have one partner, two if you have three partners, uh, if there are three partners, and so forth. But the fact is, it helps you get started in owning an interest in real estate. And many times, when I've looked at situations like this, it's only a matter of a few years, and then another piece of property is purchased with the same individuals, and now there are two properties owned by three people, and then at some point, maybe three properties owned by the three people, and so there you go. It's a great way to get started when you don't have the capacity on your own. So keep in mind that there are lots of challenges when you go buying investment real estate or even a primary residence with other individuals. You know, some people have different thoughts about when they're going to have children, when they're going to get married, if they're going to get married, um, you know, what kind of lifestyle that you want to have after you purchase a home. The idea is try to deal with people that have similar interests to what you have. That way, you'll be talking about the same wavelength, basically, when you're talking about purchasing a home and what you're going to do with a home. I mean, how many of us have had roommates or college roommates or even family or friends that have lived with us only to find that they change? It's almost like they can become different people once you live with them. And uh, it can come as a shock, especially if you've made plans to work together, to live together, to stay together for multiple years so that you can afford to purchase this particular real estate. That is the biggest challenge of getting a partner, whether it's in a business or in the world of real estate. It's being able to count on, being able to have a guarantee of some sort, being able to have a relatively firm plan on how you're going to live after you purchase the home. That's why I always recommend that you get all these things laid out ahead of time, talk about them in great detail with your partners, 
I mean, in some cases, uh, sometimes a partner doesn't move in. Uh, three people buy a home, but only two people move in, and third person maybe already has their home. So they're not going to impact the living conditions of this new residence. You have to go through those details very carefully before you make the agreement to go in together with somebody else to purchase a home. And keep this in mind. When you're looking to get a mortgage to purchase a home, and that doesn't matter whether it's on your own or with a group of partners, you all have to go through the same thing. Each person that's going to be on the mortgage loan, on the note, has to go through a credit analysis. The mortgage lender has to order your credit report so they can take a good look at your debts, look at your capacity, uh, your history of payment, make sure there are no other glitches on your credit report so that you can move forward. Each individual on the mortgage has to go through that process. And get this, if one of the individuals that's going through that mortgage process is married, even if that other person is not going to be part of the real estate transaction, the marriage partner still has to have their credit report run as well. If you live in a state like Nevada, which is a community property state, it, the rules are this. If you're going to get on a mortgage with anybody and you happen to be married, your spouse has to have their credit report run by the mortgage lender and all of the debts on that spouse's credit report have to be factored in to the debt to income ratio of the two buyers of the property. So it's not like you can forget about that married spouse if you have the other party involved in a real estate transaction. Trust me, they're in just like the person signing on the dotted line. It's another complication, but it is another way to assure the mortgage lenders, the banks, the buyers and the sellers to assure everybody that whoever gets a mortgage in 2021 truly has the ability to pay that mortgage back on time and by the terms stated on the mortgage. Look, we know things can happen after the mortgage. We know that life events come all the time. Things might get better, things might get worse, but when it comes to the day when you're signing your mortgage loan documents, I guarantee you that day before you get to the closing table, the bank is going to order credit reports on all of the parties involved one more time. You see, the banks use this process to make sure that there are no last minute glitches that can upset the transaction. Well, what would be one of those last-minute glitches, you say? Well, let's, let's take our example where we have two people that are involved in buying a piece of investment property, and let's say that one of them is going to move into the house, but the other person already owns his home with his wife. It means that not only will the two borrowers have to have their credit report run again just before the signing of the documents, but so will the borrower's wife, even though she's not on the mortgage, because the borrower is married, they have to check her credit report one more time. And what are the banks looking for? They want to make sure that no new debt has been incurred. They want to make sure nobody's gone out and bought a brand new car now with a big car payment that's going to upset the apple cart. Uh, that could stop or even 
kill the real estate transaction. And they want to make sure that there have been no new liens or judgments placed against any of the borrowers. And they also are going to double check besides the credit with the employers and the income sources of the borrowers. The banks want to check one last time to make sure there has been no interruption and that there's not going to be an interruption in the income, like we talked about earlier, the capacity of the borrowers and or their spouses if they are married in the state of Nevada. Sounds complicated? Well, that's why I always recommend that you talk to a professional, a mortgage lender before you get too far down the road in the purchase of real estate. You might find that the challenges are just not able to be overcome at the moment. You might also find that you're on a good track. You just need to tweak a few things and you'll be ready to go. You want to make sure that you're moving forward with confidence if you're looking to buy real estate. It doesn't matter whether it's investment property or a primary residence. Move forward with confidence when you have the right information from the professionals in the business. We'll be back with more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. My name is Peter, and you're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for being with us on our program today. We're looking at real estate, not only in northern Nevada, but all across the country to determine if this is a good time to buy or sell real estate. Everything that we see here at Nevada Real Estate Radio tells us that we're at the top of the market, and it's possible that it could go a little higher. But this last month, we noticed as the results came in from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, that it essentially had stayed flat over the course of the last 30 days. The median home price in Reno-Sparks combination is $530,000. That's for a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, stick-built home. Uh, not a new construction, but a home that's already up, already out there in the market for sale. 
if it's going to sell at the median price, $530,000 is about what it will sell for. And that's based on the statistics that have been coming uh, not only this last month, but throughout the years from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Some people, when you talk about the median sales price, think that that's the average sales price, but it's not. The, the difference is this. Median sales price means that half of the homes in the market sold for less and half of the homes in the market sold for more. That means that half of the market home sales are selling for less than $530,000 and the other half selling for more than $530,000. And that keeps uh, us from getting misled by the average median sales prices because the average median sales prices in a rising market can be substantially higher than the median sales price. And the reason is because all it takes is one or two or three, one million, two million or three million dollar homes to sell in a month. And that would push the average sales price way beyond what we would think is affordable. A lot of individuals are thinking even the median sales price of $530,000 points to a sign of lack of affordability. Well, that may be the case for some people, but the good news is that because interest rates are so low, right now hovering at about 3%, in some cases even less, you have a lot more buying capacity than you had five, six years ago when the interest rates were at 3 4 5% or even higher. You can afford with a mortgage to buy a more expensive home if the interest rates continue to go down and down and down because it really comes down to the payment. Can you qualify for the monthly payment? If you can qualify for the monthly payment, it, the purchase price is almost irrelevant because interest rates drive so much of your ability to purchase a home. And we talked about that median sales price in Reno Sparks, $530,000. It's a big chunk of chains. Well, when you look at how many deals close in the last month, it's just under 600 deals. I mean, we live in an area where there's probably 500,000 people. And so when you think about 600 deals, that's very few. The report from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors also tells us how long the average home is in contract before it closes. Well, what we really mean to say is how long is the home for sale? How long is that for sale sign on that property before somebody makes an offer accepted by the seller and now you have a full-blown contract and it's in line to close? How many days does it take? Well, in more traditional times, you were looking at anywhere from 30 to 60 or even 90 days being a pretty good standard because people have to look around, they have to compare homes, they have to compare prices, they have to talk to significant others, they have to negotiate with the seller if they're the buyer, or they have to come up with some repairs, maybe some contingency issues if you're the seller. 30, 60, 90 days, it's not like that anymore. The average days to contract, eight days, just eight days. So when a home goes for sale on the market, if you see that sign, you're pretty sure it's going to close in about a week, maybe a touch more. If you're looking to buy a home and you see a sign, you've got to move fast. If you don't move fast, you're going to, you're going to get shut out just because of the speed that things come to close. And you wonder, how do they close that fast? 
Well, I'm telling you, they close that fast because people get prepared to buy a home. They do all their homework. They get their finances in order. They get their credit in order. They get all their funds together. They have met with a mortgage lender. And when they make an offer on a property, it's because they have been getting prepared to make that offer. I would bet most people are preparing for anywhere from 60 to 90 days or more before they make an offer on real estate. I know this from experience. Many people that used to come to me to get a mortgage when I was in the business, they needed help getting their credit repaired. They need to, needed to take some negative issues off their credit that maybe weren't even correct, but they were there by error. It's so common now to find errors in individuals' credit reports. And then you have to make sure that all of the funds that you're going to use for the transaction are in order. It's so funny to think about when I was in the mortgage business, sometimes people would tell me they had all the money they needed for the down payment. They told me they had all the money they needed for the closing costs. But when it came right down to it and I asked for the statements, they didn't have it in the bank. They didn't have it in a lending or a financial institution. They may have had mattress money, as we called it, five, six, ten thousand $10,000 in cash, just kind of hanging around um, in the mattress or in a safe. Or they maybe had some items they were going to sell to get the cash. One guy told me he was going to sell his extra vehicle. Another guy told me he was going to sell his wife's diamond ring because she was going to get, she had gotten a new diamond ring and she didn't need the old one. And he knew it was worth X number of dollars. And so as soon as he needed to buy the property, he said he would just go sell that diamond ring. Well, what we find out is that many times the things we are planning to sell to get cash well, they don't always bring in the amount of cash that we think it's going to be there. And in some cases, as the markets change, the ability to sell some of those items for cash can change. Then there's the people that have the mattress money, the cash, ready to go. But it's not in a financial institution. Lending institutions, you see, when you get a mortgage, they want to know that the money is essentially clean. You know, nobody accuses anybody of anything, but unless you can prove where the money you're going to use is coming from or has been for a while, who knows how that money got there? It might even be money that was taken from an illegal transaction of some sort. I mean, you just never know. The banks are skittish when it comes time to use or accept cash for a transaction, especially a real estate transaction. So when you get pre-approved for a mortgage, your mortgage lender is talking to you about all of those minutiae details, not just your credit, not just your score, but actually where is the cash, where is it coming from, and so forth. The other things you'll want to get involved with right away after you make an offer on a property are the inspections of the property. If it has a well, you'll need a well inspection. If it has a, a tendency to be in a flood zone or a flood area, you have to check in most cases to see if you can get flood insurance on your real estate. And then those costs have to be added into your ability to pay as part of the monthly mortgage cost. So just because a home might be in the right price range, it may well be out of your price range once you factor in the additional costs. And here's a good one. Many people see a home that they want to make an offer on. They know they're pre-approved for a certain price, and they see the home is sold 
is being sold for that price and they make an offer on that property with the intention that they are pre-approved to purchase a home up to that price range and they move forward only to find out later that the home that they're making an offer on also has a homeowners association. A homeowners association is typically involved when you live in a complex or in an area where all of the homes are landscaped on the front or maybe there's a median between the streets or on the center of the street that needs to be taken care of and it's not taken care of by the city. The grass, the flowers, the plants have to be taken care of by a homeowners association. If you're moving into an area that also has a community park and a community swimming pool and maybe a community clubhouse and gymnasium, well, somebody has to take care of that as well. And that's where the homeowners association dues that everybody that lives in that area has to pay every month. The more amenities you have in your residential area as part of the association, the more those dues are going to cost you. So when you think about being able to afford a home at a certain price, you've got to also factor if there's any homeowners association costs because the lending institution, when they figure out your monthly payment to purchase the home, they're going to add the monthly homeowners association dues to that payment. I've seen some homeowners association dues that run $100 a month, $200, even $350 a month or more. It really just depends on the level of contribution that the association does to your landscaping, property, and additional amenities. So always make sure that you check. When you're looking at homes that you're interested in purchasing, make sure that you look to see if it has a homeowners association and then find out what those costs are because they have to be factored in to the monthly payment. And in some cases, I'm sorry to say, it might not allow you to purchase that home. You may be able to afford the home and the monthly mortgage payment and the insurance and everything else related to it. When you add the homeowners association dues, it's going to knock some people out. Check with your mortgage lender. They can factor in all of the homeowners association dues into your payment to see if you're eligible and able to make that payment in total before you make an offer on that real estate. When we come back from this break, we're going to be talking about the difference in real estate median home sales prices. By just driving a few miles from Reno to Sparks, you might find that the purchase price is much more attractive. And by finding an area just a little bit away from Sparks, you might find an even bigger and better difference to your advantage. But like everything, there's a cost. That and more stats after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company 
equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Hello, I am Kristen Damara, the Director for Head Start and Early Head Start for Community Services Agency here in Reno. If you love working with children and you love making a difference, call us at Community Services Agency. Our website is csareno.org, or you could come see us at our main location at 1100 East 8th Street in Reno, Nevada. Parents, teachers, retired teachers, we would love to talk to you. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. I was talking to a friend recently about some of the cool things going on here in northern Nevada. And one of the coolest things is the great education opportunities, as well as employment opportunities, at Community Services Agency in Reno. Right now, they're hiring Early Head Start and Head Start teachers to help guide the young people of northern Nevada to become great citizens, to become smarter, to become more socially confident, because many of these young children, well, they haven't had a chance to interact with others until they get to the Head Start and Early Head Start programs at Community Services Agency. The teachers that work there absolutely love it. It's a great team, a great environment. It's a work and play environment, in fact, and that's why more and more people are learning about and getting involved with Community Services Agency Head Start and Early Head Start programs. You can get additional details by visiting the website csareno.org. Org, or give them a call, 775-786-6023, and tell them you want to talk to a Head Start and Early Head Start education professional. Today we're talking about real estate and real estate for investors in northern Nevada and all across the country. Home values and home prices and the ability to buy a home, well, they're just going up all the time. So let's say that you're looking to purchase a home. And let's say that you want to get in with a limited amount of risk. Well, first thing to think about is there's less risk when there's less cost in the decision. If you're just going to buy a $1,000 widget and that widget is going to make sense for you, even if you make a mistake, you may be out $1,000. If you're able to sell it for half of that, you're out $500. And let's face it, $500, pretty good chunk of change, but in the big, big picture, not that significant. When you're looking to buy a home, 
for $530,000. If you make a mistake, and then you've got to get out of it, and you can only get out of it for half, you're still in the hole over $250,000. So that's what I'm getting at. The bigger the purchase, the bigger the risk as to the outcome of that purchase. So when you look at Reno and Sparks as a combination and what the median home price is there, you're taking essentially a $530,000 risk when you purchase a home because you have to hope that the price, the value of the home stays consistent and that you can continue to make those payments and that the quality of that home, the quality of the life that you're going to get from that home is going to stay pretty consistent with what you've had. The more complicated your real estate transaction is, the more real estate borrowers you have in your deal, the more you have to pay attention to these little details because if you have three persons on one mortgage, three persons who are co-signing for a loan, all it takes is one individual to upset the apple cart in a big way. So reduce your risk, but understand the, the obstacles there as well. When you reduce your risk, you're also taking on more opportunities for complications because there's more people involved. Three borrowers, you've got three lifestyles, you have three different ways of living, you have three different kinds of incomes, you have three different kinds of obligations, and each person has other extensions of themselves, children, family members, business associates. Teaming up with other borrowers is a great way to get started, but make sure that you have the right people on that team to make it happen. You will be counting on them for a long time, at least until you sell that real estate. If you have any questions about putting together a real estate transaction with other individuals, I recommend you talk to Sherry Hill at Sage International. She works with many investment experts and investment opportunity experts that team up with others to accomplish their goals of investing in real estate, whether it's investment property or even a primary residence. Sherry can walk you through the process to make sure that route is right for you. If you have any questions for us about our radio program, send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And maybe we'll talk on our next radio program. Until then, tell your friends and family we're on the air again next week, same time, same station, so that we can help them make a good deal when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. And don't forget, next week, Gary McDonald from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors will be joining us so that we can break down the stats from Northern Nevada real estate transactions and give you better ideas on how to become a real estate investor or a first-time home buyer. Be sure to tune in. Until then, goodbye, everybody. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Next time on the Sherry Hill Show... Head Start and Early Head Start have improved the lives of more than 37 million children and their families. My guest, Kristen Damara, Director for Head Start and Early Head Start for Community Services Agency. We're a holistic approach, and so I think what um, puts us apart from other programs is that we do work specifically with the parents. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 1130 a.m. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m.
Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. 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 Natakwa.